everybody, and welcome to episode 276 of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the mystical, magical Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio of the Airwaves with me? Ooh, ooh uh, disgraced internet conspiracy theorist Chris Antista. And... Perpetual left shark, Matthew Allen. And joining us for the first time ever, special guest... Handsomest man in the Laser Time official Facebook group, the Cage of Crippler, Cody Laveau. What's up, guys? Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Shark expert, Cody yeah, Laveau. An- wow. Animal right. expert. Uh, Resident animal, animal, animal expert. expert. Yes. And, and Laser Time <laughs> Facebook community boy of the year, or what was that award yes. you won? The most handsome man in the Laser Time community. I think it's the official title. I'm with you. Wow. I'm with you. Oh, and a shout out to Grover, by the way. Oh, I love that kid. He's he's actually asleep in the next room. So <laughs> that kid is um, he is dreaming about sharks. I think right now. We nice. yeah, like we ha- we're having a dumb de facto shark week. If you listen to Laser Time, there's a shark episode. Michael, I'm trying to stream Jaws Unleashed. I have just come face uh-huh. to face with the idea that my pristine Xbox original copy is not backwards compatible. I have oh, about no. 24 hours to oh. solve this dilemma, and I think I got it. Okay. But uh, I finally, we have never actually streamed Jaws Unleashed uh, ever. And this is all because we're all like stupid excited about the Meg over here. Oh, okay. I thought it was just you realized it was two weeks after Discovery Shark Week <laughs> and we should do it now. And if you listen to 30 2010, it's the 30th anniversary of Shark Week. That shit has been happening for 30 years. The longest yes. running event in basic cable history. So we're stealing a piece of it. And I we think also I remember the first one. And we also have a Deep Blue Sea commentary. Patreon.com slash laser time. Ah. <laughs> Well, on on that note, um, I, yeah, I, f- I feel like we're we're like a couple weeks behind on everything. Like uh, I I'm just now getting into No Man's Sky next, which I guess everyone was friggin' playing a couple I, weeks I, ago. I downloaded it, but it sort of was taking forever, and I just played other stuff. Like I I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what that game could add. I had a good time with No Man's Sky mm-hmm. without yeah. multiplayer, uh, but it's not something I want to do all the time. I mean, I, f- I feel like I-, I haven't been playing with multiplayer, but I feel like there are a lot of other additions that uh, add to the game. Building bases, for example, that's, I think, new. And yeah, kind of a crazy thing. Like, so, you know, early on, the game kind of keeps you in this one system. And there are these missions that I don't remember being there before that just kind of keep me going back and forth between these two planets and this space station. So I do that for a couple of hours. I was like, okay, I think it's finally time to head out start jumping from system to system like I was in my old game a year or two ago and uh, I get out there and I start noticing these freighters and I look up and see like well how do I get my hands on a freighter because they're millions and millions of credits and it's like well you just have to earn it and eventually like you'll be able to buy one uh, kind of late in the game like okay alright fine fine I'll just I'll just make do with my little ship for now and then I jump into a new system and uh, all of a sudden I get a distress call from this freighter and it's under attack by pirates and I go and kill the pirates and then the captain invites me aboard and then he just gives me the ship. It's like, here, it's yours now. Like, uh, okay, that's pretty sweet. I was getting tired of it already. I don't know why he's Irish. I know it's space. Uh, yeah, he's an Irish robot, sure. He's a Corvax. But yeah, that was a, that was a very weird experience. And I, I don't know if that's part of the normal quest line and if everyone else is just like, yeah, that's what you do in like the tutorial, dude. But uh, it seemed kind of bizarre to me. Well, I want to say good, good on Hello Games for getting that game finished two years in. Yes. 
It, it was almost as if that game should have launched as an early access title to begin with. Just saying. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm only saying that with a little bit of cynicism. It, it is really cool to see that they've been working this hard on like delivering on everything everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, and and it's nice to see so much positivity because like I remember when the game came out, there was such a big kerfuffle. Like PC Gamer got in touch with me because I did like this big interview with uh, with the Hello Games guys, and he's like, "Can I?" Uh, see your recording from that just to make sure you didn't misquote anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that they finally did the things that they originally promised. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, well, a lot of the things you talked about, those changes, they implemented several months ago. And then like this is just sort of like the relaunch, like, hey, we've been making progress for the people that stuck with us. Thank you. And now here is the official relaunch of the game. And kind mm. of my understanding, though, is it's still not complete i mean it's still kind of they're they're making fixes and improving things kind of on a continual basis but yeah this is this feels to me more like what the launch should have felt like like the response has been overwhelmingly positive this time around yeah and i I guess i'm just a johnny come lately then on a bunch of these uh these improvements but they're still nice to see um, but this episode is not actually about No Man's Sky or no. any sort of new release. No Man's surprisingly. Sea? Now, I don't know. Maybe there's sharks in No Man's Sky, and I made a huge omission here. But this week, in keeping with your belated Meg-inspired Shark Week theme... <laughs> we are not be... being paid by the Meg, by the way. I have no idea yeah. why I want to see Dwight Schrute and the Transporter kick the shit out of a shark so bad. But I really <laughs> because do. Because it looks so <laughs> rad, Chris. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it does It does look pretty rad. I, I like that initial uh, shot that they showed off of, like, all the people in inner tubes on a beach uh, looking like a bunch of Fruit Loops like we, we ready just, to be devoured. <laughs> we just did a I, Deep Blue Sea commentary which is a movie i'm not very familiar with but like that was so much fun and the second i saw the meg trailer i'm like oh my god this is the movie that gives the least fucks of the summer mm-hmm. it doesn't give a fuck <laughs> Every, i bet the whole cast is dead by the end of the movie even the children i can't yeah. wait to see this that is a film that knows exactly what it is right. oh yes absolutely I just can't wait for all the Family Guy fans to show up and expect Peter Griffin to be like, ah, Meg, making fun of her the entire movie. That was a yeah. terrible Peter Griffin. Sorry. Somebody's going to walk out of there. It's like, just one Peter Griffin impression. That's all I wanted. You think that's Meg? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Fart, Kool-Aid is. man. I want to making fun of Family Guy. I like it quite a bit. I'm picturing know. you with balls for a chin right now. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. And having having just watched Jaws again for the umpteenth time, you did. Uh, I'm sure it won't be that good, but uh, you know, you you just can't outdo a classic, except with raw destruction, which I'm sure it will do. Well, we did we did just do a laser time on that and re-examining why Jaws still works. One, I didn't. You forget it's like one of the first movies to actually film on the ocean. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that, that had to happen like right before our lifetime. That boat was actually sinking, and the actors had to get off the boat, as uh, as heard in the wonderful podcast Inside Jaws. Yeah, uh, yeah, and there's yeah. a great documentary on YouTube that used to be on the DVD called The Shark is Still Working that's narrated by Roy Scheider when he was still alive. No Robert Shaw, sadly, but Spielberg's all over it. It's fucking fascinating. And it just, I don't know, it had this revelation of, like, if Jurassic Park and Jaws were so easy to copy, not unlike mm-hmm. a superhero movie... People would have done it, and nobody has. Nobody has. Not no, even not even the has. sequels to Jaws and Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although, uh, I don't know, did you, did you know that they had a Jaws 19 trailer on the uh, the Back to the Future 30th anniversary box set? Like a real a real new trailer? Well, I wouldn't say real trailer. Whatever. But it, is, it is a trailer that was cut together by Universal Studios. No shit. You know, you figure, I know a Back to the Future fan. He might tell me some of these things. He didn't. Yeah, you'd think. His name is well, Dave I, Rudden, and everybody shame him. I actually have audio, and I promise you this is 100% real. This was on a DVD set. Let's hear a bit of it. Jaws made you afraid to go in the water. Jaws 2 made you afraid to go back in the water. Jaws 3D was a new dimension in terror. In Jaws 4 The Revenge... It was personal. Then it was just business. Then pure pleasure. Cyber Jaws made you afraid to log on. And Robo Jaws made you afraid of robotic sharks. Then Chief Brody's grandson assembled a super team of shark hunters. Jaws 10, it was man versus shark versus all the terrors of the deep. Outer space. Then a prequel. And a sequel to the prequel. And then a new era in terror began. Jaws started a family. Battled a Russian shark named Ivan Sharkovsky. Took a bite out of a big apple and learned about love from a mysterious stranger. Jaws, Jaws 1750 scales of gray. Blowing reboot. Now the oceans are disappearing, and to save their home, the sharks must attack. Jaws 19. This time, it's really, really personal. Yeah. All right. That's 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 on the DVD. That's on the DVD set. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. So was so was there some kind of like a um, Rocky Three sort of thing where then um, where then his family had to team up with the shark to like take on a bigger shark and they like yeah. become friends but they're not yeah that seems like uh, around the time Jaw Six hits I, mm-hmm. I could I I could be a, a a huge nerd and and point out that the megalodon is not the largest animal uh, to ever live in the ocean and it's actually still alive right now and that the sperm whale is bigger than the megalodon ever was it's all the sperm yeah and and they're alive right now yeah i was just reading a um, article on that turns out there's there's about 360 thousand of them on the planet right now and they all eat uh just these huge squid right the big uh what uh, the 44 meter squid and these things are about um are about 60 meters long so about a school bus and a half size right they all eat uh, about three percent of their body weight every single day which means during any given minute a sperm whale is is eating a squid 175 times at once <laughs> oh jesus that is terrifying the ocean is a horrifying place. oh good lord so what you're telling me is that there are 360,000 of these super predators, and one could be living in your neighborhood. It <laughs> might be dating your daughter. Mike. That was my takeaway. That was yeah. just so much sperm, it brings a tear to my eye. Uh, Next yeah. time I use the John, I'm going to be afraid that one's going to come through the toilet, just like when I was a kid with crocodiles. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Wait, wait. Last Jaws factoid, because I have nowhere else to use it. The same guy who made the Jaws uh, Bruce puppet in mm-hmm. Jaws made the squid in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Really? That guy made the two wow. coolest, like, underwater monster props of all time. Love it. Same guy. Nice. I thought you were going to say he also made the giant squid in Peter Benchley's The Beast, which is uh, uh, also is that... got, like, I think a made-for-TV movie. Oh, I was going to say that better terrible. not be a book. 
It, it is a book. Oh, no. I've was, read it. I was thinking of the one from Ed Wood where they basically just have to flail the tentacles on their own. Just shake them around, Bella. <laughs> Make them look like he's strangling you. Uh, soon you're not going to be able to do that Johnny Depp impersonation, so enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, man. <laughs> So much, yeah. Tell that to like the nine hundred like non-fat guys at Comic Con, who that's the one costume they can think to be. I'm Jack Sparrow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to like uh, Keith Richards. I'm a dumb character in a mediocre movie, and now I'm a problematic teen idol. <laughs> I was I was just going to say, tell that to the five Jack Sparrows at like Hollywood Boulevard, uh, right there in front of the was, Chinese theater. I was going to say, do you do you think maybe Amber Heard destroyed the portrait of Dorian Gray he kept in his attic? Because I feel like he <laughs> aged about 20 years in the last six months. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it looked like his teeth got sandblasted it, with red wine, like, right yeah. after that. <laughs> it might have just gotten repossessed with, like, his 17 other houses that he just lost. <laughs> what, they repossess his, bo- they repossess his Botox? Like, what, they repossess? <laughs> but the portrait of his that, the portrait, uh, that doesn't it got age repossessed. while he ages, yes. <laughs> you guys, where else now, are you going to come he, for the true Johnny Depp hate on a video game podcast mm-hmm, other okay. than Video Game Apocalypse? He, he now Just lives saying. in a giant pile of scars that resembles the trash heap <laughs> from Fraggle Rock. Let's see. Uh, we've already talked about Moby Dick and Dorian Gray. So uh, so we're about halfway mm-hmm. to making the new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. So let me tell you guys about Wuthering Heights. Uh, no. Oh. I've never read it. I think League of Extraordinary Gentlemen would be better with John Galt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can tell us all about fucking trains or whatever. Jesus I'm glad Christ. you asked. Any- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, well, YouTube, YouTube you Apple, and Spotify banned me this week. I just Wait. had to get it out somewhere. What's the show about this week? I'm so It's <laughs> about <laughs> sharks. Specifically, <laughs> shark bosses. So ah, I, th- I think bosses. we we focus right. too much on things like playable sharks and sharks that make it fun to eat people. But these are sharks that want to eat you, and they have more hit points than regular sharks. And often their own special theme music, which uh, we'll play. You know, through the uh, through the course of this show, I think you all know that. Uh, Jaws, the the iconic nineteen seventy six movie, never heard uh, seventy five. Yeah. It kind of seventy five. Thank you. I, I sort of mumbled that last digit because I wasn't sure for a second. Uh, <laughs> but it it sort of established a Peter and the Wolf pattern of sharks being uh, rec- recognizable by an iconic theme. What the fuck is that? My mistake, that's from Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, recognizable from a theme. That sounds nothing like wow. this theme. <laughs> you gave it to me, Matt. Uh, but this is the one I actually meant. Had to let it go to the crescendo. I really thought you were going to throw in something extra there, like a fucker right in the pussy, like we had just waited that long. <laughs> I was, well, I was maybe waiting, I'll do that in post. I was meeting more for like the Benny Hill song to kick in, like yakety sex, like. No. Yeah. If if Jaws had a gag reel at the end, that would have been great. <laughs> a testament to John Williams' score. They they didn't you know the Jaws theme before you ever saw the movie Jaws. Yeah, because that's Is the that, one thing yeah. I could play on piano. I would just walk up and go, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. They hate that. Yeah, 
That was uh, a <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. That was a, a fun part of uh, Inside Jaws, actually, uh, like the dramatization of like Steven Spielberg hearing the Jaws theme for the first time. It's like, are you Didn't kidding like me? Didn't like what it. is this? Mm-hmm. This is two notes, right? Right. Well, you well, let, let me let me just say, you've heard of three chords to the song, right? <laughs> what if I had two notes? Two notes. Just and then I do the Joker notes. theme in the Dark Knight, and it's no notes, <laughs> no zero notes. <laughs> it's all about the notes you don't hear. That makes me a yeah. great musician right now. Mm-hmm. I played no notes. <laughs> you heard of this thing, seven minute abs? What about six minute abs? What was that? What the fuck? Was it's that? ridiculous. You couldn't get the abs going in six minutes. You need seven minutes. <laughs> Michael, are we going to talk about Jaws again in this in this uh, segment? That was a something about Mary quote, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was a <laughs> paraphrasing. Yes. Sorry. Uh, on a recent episode of Thirty Twenty Ten. Same episode as Dark Knight came out ten years after uh, ten years between them. So we were talking well, about themes, and you played the yeah. Snacker theme, which, by yeah. n- having listened to them back to back, by the way, it, that that is like if you were to say, "Hey, we weren't able to get the rights to the Jaws theme, but mm-hmm. this is as close as we can get without getting sued." Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like it needs to like kick in with the beat, and like M. Doty from Soul, Soul Coughing is like, "Get onto the bus." Yeah, it's it's more powerhouse <laughs> than the Jaws theme, actually. Like da 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 da. You know that one? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Scott, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the reason that I'm playing those themes is because in each of these top five entries, each of these boss sharks has its own theme music. I will play a snippet of that theme music to see if you can identify it from the music alone. Uh, some of these are probably going to be easy. Others are, will be much harder. But we'll get into them right after we go out. And to get you guys pumped for this, we're going to go out with uh, Deepest and Bluest from the Deep Blue Sea soundtrack, the last (laughs) big event shark movie. Uh, where LL Cool J just says, my hat is like a shark's fin over and over again. Do you, do you know what else he uh, says in that song, by the way? Listen closely here. Mm-hmm. He throws it out. You can barely hear it. Blah, blah, blah. The Gotti of the Sea. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be sure to include that. Uh, He's so the Teflon we'll- Megalodon. Yeah. Gotti of the Sea. We'll come back right after this. Ships, eels, the sides, uh-huh. fish that glow in the dark, the Titanic's all uh-huh. Underwater storms, your blood is so warm, your life vest is off, and that turns me on. Killer for centuries, the gaudy of the deep, in the next millennium, I'm still gonna creep. Sand under my belly, ocean over my head, through the light and the shadows, you will come to live the dead. Deepest blue as my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest blue as my hat is like a shark's fin. Let's get scratching. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show 30, 20, 10. Here's a clip from 1988. But there's something I think even more notable on August 6th. Uh, Absolutely. August 6th. Uh, let's see if the, if the old people out there can get this uh, from the theme song. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Yo! MTV Raps. Yes. Oh, my God. I, right. I was fucking baffled. This show was created by Ted Demi. This is a huge deal mm-hmm. that this got on the air at the time that it did. Like it, is. it was, it's really revolutionary. It is, and like I, I love if you grew up. I think let, let me see here. The show lasted for until 1995. 
ran for over uh, almost 2,000 episodes. Oh, my Lord. Most of which was a two-hour block. Um, it's name-checked in a bunch of mm-hmm. rap songs. Because at the time, in hip-hop, it was like a hallmark. If you hit this spot, you're going to brag about it. You can hear sure. it in Ice Cube's uh, Today Was a Good Day. Mm-hmm. I believe MC Hammer shouts them out. And have you seen her? He shouts out... Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. No, not that one. But yeah. This Bizarre is, that there are two Dr. Dre's. I think the story goes. One has an MD, one has a PhD. So that's how they <laughs> tell them apart. <laughs> Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on LazerTimePodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Five, four, three, two, one. And we're back with what, Chris? Big ass shark bosses, baby. Yeah! You remembered. In celebration of the Laser Time Week of Shark. Week of Shark. Not to be confused with Shark Week. That was two weeks ago. Legally distinct. And real real quick, I want to give a shout out to the Laser Time community, especially the people on Patreon. You named my the laser uh, the official Laser Time cat, and I'm very proud of you for not naming it Bimmy. The cat's name is Figaro. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in them for not naming it Bimmy. I would. What, what is the actual name? We would have uh, Figaro. Figaro is the name of the cat. Uh, and uh, cr- uh, Chris, mm-hmm. I might or might not have voted for Bimmy. I, I, Bimmy was fine with me. I just I didn't think people would be that mature. I thought they would Bimmy torture the my cat. No, Figaro fits. That's fine. Figaro if you, if you want to vote for the most basic bitch answer, Figaro. Oh, totally. oh no, no, but it's, it's Figaro. She looks like Figaro. No, it's Figaro is the perfect name. That's what it I'm makes my cat Italian. Oh, hey. yeah. Well, that that like I, hearing about Marriage of Figaro for the first time, that cat is all I could think of. What the fuck is Marriage of Figaro? Is that like some symphony? Bugs that's the actual to, opera that, that the, the name opera? comes from. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Here, let me put it into Chris terms. Chris, that's the one that Alfalfa sang uh, in Little Rascals when he was singing about. Be dying on. That one? No, No, actually, no. Figaro was from a cartoon, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. And and it was Minnie Mouse's... No, 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 no. No, no, there was a a Looney Tune that had someone singing Figaro, I want to say. All right. Figaro, Figaro. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Figaro Figaro one, Figaro one, Figaro. I want to say it was Bugs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Bugs. Every cartoon with an opera singer. Yeah. It's that one where he torments the opera singer through the whole thing. Which I yes. don't know um, the name of, but that's one of the best Bugs yeah. Bunny cartoons of all time. It's in my top three. It is. It's fantastic. You know what else is one of the best Bugs Bunny cartoons of What's all that, time? baby? This is going to be unrelated. Number huh? five. See, it is. Alright, from that terrible carnival music, can you guess what game this is? <laughs> I, think so. I think you're trying to swerve us. Because you played the Jaws theme earlier, mm-hmm. but I want to say that theme was only in the menu music for Jaws on NES, and this is the, what it sounds like when you encounter Jaws? Yes. Yeah, the so LGN it, it is the actual Shark Encounter theme music. That's what I'm going to be doing with all of these. So that is that is the actual uh, music you hear at the very end of the game, which, by the way, can be played in about 30 minutes or less. You guys have played NES Jaws, right? I, I, I know shit loved it. Like, I didn't think it was bad. We were all about trying to find Jaws, and you can ba- you can have Jaws as the final boss, and you can sort of find him randomly if you want to. Mm-hmm. And you can learn well, how to, like, not take a lot of damage and chip away at him, and he takes a while to beat. Yeah. But, well, I the game it. is... Uh, it's about taking a ship from one port to another, back and forth. Along the way, you will frequently have a random encounter that says you've hit something. Uh, sometimes a fin will surface, and if you hit that, then you've hit Jaws. 
That brings it down. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> now you got to go down and do a bunch of this shit. Yeah. Holy shit. This is what 90% of this game sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes, he takes like 50 hits to one life bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they're hits from like depth charges. We're not talking just like rifle hits or anything. It's like you're dropping fucking depth charges, and then it's unavoidable. He still hits your ship after taking all that, and then you're just diving around with him as like a scuba diver by yourself, like every yeah. single time. Yeah, I mean, looking at it carefully again, like this game is basically a space shooter, except that it all takes place, every random encounter takes place on one static screen with sharks that will swim back and forth. Jaws will just swim back and forth and make a good faith effort to hit you, but he's pretty easy to dodge. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does just take a lot of damage. Uh, But the thing is, you're trying to get him down to zero health. When you do that, then you are put into a first person encounter with him from the prow of your ship and you have to uh, use a strobe to get him agitate him up out of the water where you can stab him with the prow of your boat just like in the classic movie Jaws the Revenge Jaws the Revenge exactly Ooh, you I was going to say Little Mermaid, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that had a pretty good shark boss, too, except it just kind of stuck its head in and spat out smaller sharks, well, which well, is Well, no, weird. I mean, like, they, they, they stab uh, the the sea witch with the boat, don't they? Ursula. The oh, sea yeah, Chris. yeah. Oh, okay, Chris, yeah, isn't that how that... Im- I think I'm getting my Jaws movies. Man. And now her daughter's back in The Descendants, too. Yes, I know that reference because, you know. Uh. <laughs> What's her name? Well, What's her name? Uma. Say it louder. That's the song. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is, this is uh, for the most part, raw LJ and trash. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. brought to you by the same the people who people who made Monster Boy and, and Wonder Boy under contract from Atlas. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just, Chris, when did you first play it? Because you said you were into it. Like, for me, I just remember it was almost like a puzzle game. And as a kid, we just couldn't figure it out. We were like, okay, yeah. what, what am I supposed to do now? Because yeah, it just... the, the most fun was to have a random encounter with Jaws because he was fucking hard. But you could, yeah. like, you could lay in a ton of hits on him before you died. And it, it, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Or we didn't, yeah. we couldn't figure it out. The, the bow of the ship thing, man, I have never done that. No, that was but like I, trying to land in Top Gun for NES. We all oh, know first yeah. person sequences in, yeah. in NES games, just the top, you know, they, they just did them perfectly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was, he was like, once you got into first person, like you could not get a bead on Jaws. Like he was all over the screen, random. It, yeah. Yeah. And, and this game, uh, it, it is, despite being called Jaws, it is not based on Jaws. It is based on Jaws the Revenge entirely. Like, you get Michael Caine's seaplane in bonus rounds that you can just bomb random jellyfish. I played um, a man named Hoagie in this movie. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> and I, How did you survive? Well, it wasn't easy. I didn't uh, survive Jaws. <laughs> I died at the Jaws of Jaws. But I got a great house out of it, and I didn't survive as long as Mario Van Peebles. But I did a good job. I did my, did my best. No one I mean, can say Michael Caine didn't give his all when I came to Charles Revenge. Let's be honest. Mario Van Peebles might be immortal. Because for all I know, yeah. he looks the same as he did in the 90s the last time I saw him in a movie. Hmm. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the laser time cat just knocked over a ton of shit. I'm not sure if that picked up on Mike. God damn it, Keith! I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Uh, man. Stupid yeah, Bimmy? This... I mean Figaro? 
This game is hot trash, and I still kind of have a soft spot for it. I, yeah, the music just brought me right back. I, I, I yeah. played a ton of this game, and I it, it's one of the few LGA games I don't regret playing. I went back and played it, and even if you just threw me in a pond with that Jaws boss, it's enough mm-hmm. fun to keep fucking around with, as long as... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. As long as you think it's Jaws. It takes up the same brain cells to me as like the Friday the 13th game. Like it's yeah. sort of trash and it's sort of really cryptic and tough to figure out. But it's still it has, like it was fun at the it's time. It's clever. Yeah. It has a lot in common. I think the difference is it's much easier to like you don't have like secret side scrolling open path mazes that you have to figure out um, in Jaws. It's just very straightforward. But it's tricky. Mm. And uh, and but yeah, who who doesn't love getting that mini sub and having the option of shooting either depth charges or torpedoes and still getting your ass handed to you? Yeah, mini sub, which you would think would take more hits than the ship, but then it was remarkably like destructible. Like it was like one yeah. hit. And you're like, oh, it gives great. you an extra hit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, you fucking asshole, cat. What did he do? What did he do? <laughs> Dude, the, this is this is unreal. The official laser time cat has just chewed up. Lego Beetlejuice. Oh, oh no! And she won't stop. She's doing it in front of me, Kiki. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, Cody. Did you ever spend much time with this? Yeah, I was actually just uh, on it uh, this afternoon. Really? I read a guide on it. Yeah, yeah. I went. I went back through it. Um, it's a surprisingly not hard game if you read the wiki on Yeah, you can beat it in like five minutes. Yeah, but that's the yeah, thing. Back I, then, there was no wiki. This was NES I, days, like yes. so. None of this yep. shit existed. <laughs> <laughs> but but I admire some of that some of the obtuseness of LJN's basically just this in Friday the 13th. They were trying to do something different than a traditional side scroller and most people didn't bother to do even that. Mm. So it's not clear, it's not concise, but I think it's a valiant effort to make something different. It's the bygone era uh, bygone era of licensed movie video games which we covered on the last episode about dead gaming trends. Like oh, all man. of these were like big things at the time and we don't get games like this anymore. They're all on mobile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're all absolutely. Temple Run ripoffs. Fuck's sake, like just <laughs> that- rip off one more genre <laughs> once. <laughs> just do I think it. there's also a Jaws mobile game that I've played maybe once. Um but uh, I'd, I'd, I'd pay for like $1.99 for a, a mobile remake of this. That could yo, be interesting. Yo, Mickle, just I don't know if we talked about it. Do you see the trailer for Maneater at E3? Yes. Yeah, Maneater, another, like the, the next great shark, mm-hmm. you play as a shark and eat people game. You know who's Man-Eater. doing PR on that, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. Who is? Friend Our of the good show. Buddy Tyler Nagata. Oh, that's right. What? Oh, I want it so bad. Yeah. Keenag, hit me up. I, I can't do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Except disparage Bubsy some more. <laughs> I, I mean, that's one of the worst things that's ever happened. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably move on to the next one, which is not licensed, but still, uh, I think, the death of a great franchise. Number four. Is this ringing any bells for anybody? No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I, can I guess? Yes, yes. Is that Echo the Dolphin? Yes. Defender yes. of the Future. Oh. Yes. The I have so version? much to say about this. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Well, it's more of a science thing. Um, I went back and I was watching this, mm-hmm. and the science actually kind of checks out on this great white shark. That's really? There. It's this that is, big uh, the... compared to a dolphin. 
Uh, well, size it it can be. It, mm. it it can be a fully grown female great white shark. Uh, can get. I mean, they probably exaggerated a little bit, but I mean, it's not unreasonable to say about twenty feet long. Mm, okay. um, when they get huge, so if Echo's not that big, then twenty feet long wouldn't be too weird. And then um, and then um, it shoots out some kind, or Echo shoots out some sort of a magic pulse sonar. Yeah, it's sonar, like yeah. Echo location. So he, yeah, 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 he has the sonar thing, and the whole right. point of this boss battle is you have to uh, annoy the shark into chasing you. Through then, a like a knot hole in a big rock, yeah, which basically point, Winnie the Pooh the shark. You have to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> at, the, at that and point, then, it does a very non-sharky thing. It sort of whine roars, which <laughs> real sharks don't ever do. <laughs> no. They don't vocalize. No, of course not. I actually, Cody, I wanted to ask you. So this. Yeah. You can let me know if this is an urban myth or not, but I've always heard as a surfer, if you see a pod of dolphin, uh, that's a good sign because dolphin and sharks don't really get along, and that usually means there's no sharks around because dolphin are known to gang up and actually kill sharks in, in certain situations. Is that true or is that an urban myth? No, that's very much true. Uh, you want to look out for them, although uh, you probably don't want to hang out around the dolphins either, because they are much more likely to fuck with you than, yep. than, oh, yeah. than the sharks are. Or literally um, fuck you, from what I, I saw. Oh, yeah. so yes. King of the oh, Hill, where oh, King man. of the Hill I was, Hank Hill oh, gets man. hit up by that dolphin. Go! Oh! <laughs> oh! That actually, a very similar thing to that happened to me one time. I was oh, over geez. at <laughs> Tybee Island, which I'm sure Chris knows where that I've is. I've been right? there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was out there, and um, around 2009, I was with my girly at the time, and uh, we went out swimming out off the coast, and we started to get into some sexy business, and I feel a little bump against my lower back, which is terrifying when you're in that position, while in the water, and I look around, and there's just two dolphins watching us with that big, <laughs> evil smile. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scoot over. <laughs> like, just watching us, man. Have you guys Curved seen the dolphins. new Sasha Baron Cohen where he talks <laughs> about the guy who whose wife has an affair yes. with a dolphin? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful reference that his, the NPR pussy hat wearing guy, is, his last name is Indegio Cello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the one where they ask the the guy afterwards, like, what did you think of his beliefs? Fucked up. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that was the couple where the wife's like, don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> don't judge. I married you and you're gay as shit. <laughs> Sorry, you had to see that episode. That guy is gay as fuck. Uh, but uh, so this shark, um, yeah. So, this, so, this so it's semi-realistic that Echo can fight yeah. uh, can fight a shark, but probably not as one dolphin. He would have to yeah, team well, up with some buddies. We dispelled some shark myths on the Laser Time this week, and they like I think I've seen like two movies like sharks. They have no predator. I'm like, eh, whales kill sharks pretty frequently. We also so, kill yep. a lot of sharks, mm -hmm. right? We're okay. a pretty good shark predator, and they're dumb as shit. So you can kill as many mm -hmm. as you want. Aw. Um, but they are kind of dumb as shit. Not the ones in Deep Blue Sea. They learn how to swim oh, backwards. Oh, that's true. They're, they're <laughs> half human. Backwards. They got human DNA. LL Cool J told us. Um, but the, the, so the shark in, uh, in Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future, can be defeated in a very unrealistic manner. I'm, of course, talking about magic. 
So <laughs> after it does the thing where it charges at you and it gets stuck in this rock, uh, you can find something called the power of vigor stuck in its jaws. So you have to swim into its jaws and grab this. And that gives you the strength you need to ram it to death. But there, there are a couple things I like about this other than, you know, being able to kill it, at which point it, it screams again and turns over again, very unshark like. But uh, if you listen to this clip, like a lot of the time, because the camera in this game is so god awful, mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. way that you can tell if this thing is close to you is just by listening for the rumbling through the water that it makes. So that distortion, that, that's like the shark's right next to you. Maybe run away now, or else this will happen. Yep. Cody, Echo squawks a bunch Cody, what are you and the girl doing? Cody! <laughs> that was the sound. That was the sound. Hey. That was hitting Cody's back. Cody! Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, your dolphin yeah, dick but... is the biggest and the sweetest, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm Echo of the Dolphin, pervert of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to point out that didn't the Echo series start as like this environmentally friendly, like we need to be we treat our oceans well and be kind to all animals, and then by this yep. one it was like, nah, you're, you're straight up just going to kill a shark. <laughs> just shark yeah. murder. Yeah. And then you're going to kill alien sharks and... Uh, and indulge in Appaloosa's weird fetish for gigantic machinery that they put in every single game, um, including Jaws Unleashed, which was their next project after this. <laughs> was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. You believe that? Well, A.K.A. the greatest video game of all time, right? Yeah, also one of the yeah. worst, but definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> so, am, I, so am I crazy, though? Did, did um, Echo the Dolphin, did, did the creator somehow get the rights back from Sega, not unlike Toe Jam and Earl? I feel like I heard of something along those lines, but I I, I think Appaloosa is pretty much defunct. Like, yeah, they like had a, a, I think there's a they, failed Kickstarter somewhere. Oh my god, this fucking cat! Sorry, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> they they did not do Stop, so well dude. after the 16-bit era. I think they did one of the awful Contra games on PS1, possibly both of them. They did Echo the Dolphin: Defender of the Future, which did okay, got re-released on PS2, and then they worked on this game called Soul Predator that uh, was a shark simulator and disappeared no. for a bunch of years and came back with Universal's backing as Jaws Unleashed, and uh, it was rated by GameStop as, or, no, sorry, GameSpot as uh, the worst game everyone played in 2006. And it was going to be published, it was published by Majesco, who also at the E3 where they showed it off for the first time had a taxi driver game. That, uh, that was going to be a out, right? sequel to the movie. Guess what everybody <laughs> asked for. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> wow. So I think Echo, the reason everyone played... Are you saying Echo is the one everyone played? Because I feel like everyone got yes. that because it was... Well, no, Jaws Unleashed is the one oh. everyone played. Oh, no, I was thinking Echo because, I mean, I got that on like a fire sale for the Dreamcast, so I probably got that game for a dollar. And that's about hmm. what it was worth <laughs> at the time. It was, it was one of the toughest 3D games to control. And I was just like, I mean, if... If the price of me having to play Echo was us getting Jaws Unleashed, I'm fine mm -hmm. with that. I think I'm okay well, with it. I mean, if you, uh, 
I, I think if you approached Echo when it was current on Dreamcast, like coming from all your experiences up to that point, it was a wonderful game. Uh, coming at it later from an era of 3D camera controls that actually worked and things like that, it was it was kind of trashy. Agree um, to disagree. At the time, I was like, <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I was so frustrated with the controls, and I said to myself, I only have room in my heart for one underwater sea person game, and that is Sea Man. <laughs> oh, yes, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that one is not again, not uh, a good game. Agree to disagree. Sea <laughs> Man is is terrible objectively terrible but kind of cool. oh, it's weird and it's and weird. fascinating and gross your fish turns and, uh, into a spider if you but talk it doesn't to have it. so echo defender of the future i think has one really strong stage and that is it's called like hanging waters or something it's like in the dolphin controlled future where like you've got all these huge aerial water highways that you can fall out of and die instantly but it's super pretty up until that point um <laughs> it kind of reminds me of super monkey ball for some reason fall out I was, you said yeah. dolphin controlled future. All I could think of was Planet of the Apes. I was trying to think mm-hmm. of a of a joke there of like you did it, you bastard. It's know. it's <laughs> kind of that. It's like hey, you're in the future. We dolphins have grown warlike and ugly, and we paint symbols on ourselves, and the humans are extinct. <laughs> but we we made awesome super highways above you, which is nice. We did. Thank you. For we all also the fish. wear spikes. Yeah. We're like Mad Max extras. <laughs> 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 Something tells me. You guys will have much less to say about this one. Oh, great. Number three. I can th- all I can picture right now is a bunch of goth kids dancing underneath <laughs> an overpass. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you imagine the goth kids as sharks, then you're very close. Whoa. This is the Chain Gang from the Aquatic Adventure of the Last Human, which is a game I know I'm fond of talking about. But this is a really cool stage. Has, have you, any of you guys played this? I've done like every podcast with you. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told you about it several it, times. It, look, but it looks like a submarine Metroidvania. Yes, it is, with, with oh. really retro pixel art graphics. And, and it's basically a boss rush. It's a Metroidvania boss rush where you're just seeking out these bosses, so sort of Shadow the colossus And, like, uh, this, the, you encounter the Chain Gang on this place called the Deep Sea Shoal. So, like, the, the, point of, or the, the premise of the game is that, like, the entire world has been flooded for centuries. You come back after a voyage in deep space, and uh, you're trying to uncover like what happened to humanity, so you're exploring all these sunken cities. And you find this area that's like a huge flooded cave with a lighthouse in the background, and the lighthouse has a light that slowly flickers on and off. And will There's always just, like, a lighthouse, Michael. Yeah, it'll just lighthouse. illuminate a small area, and you see like this, oh, there's a second torpedo cannon, or a second uh, harpoon cannon floating over there that I can add onto my ship. And the second you do that, uh, the fucking chain gang shows up, which are a bunch of sharks that are, first off, uh, you have a bunch of small sharks, and then you have one really, really big shark that takes up a huge portion of the screen, has a chain clenched in its teeth that is dragging two uh, water mines behind it. And so the point of that guy is you have to convince, you have to try and trick him into running into his own mines, uh, which will blow his face off. And he will continue coming at you with, like, this horrible, fleshy non-face. 
And uh, then you do it again, and he'll blow his head off and just sit there, a sad little corpse. All this time, these sharks are swarming around you like crazy, and you just have to keep shooting in all directions, trying to kill them. And then if you uh, win, it triggers the special cutscene from 1989's Glory. Oh, don't you know that's the sound <laughs> of the man working on the chain? No? You guys don't remember that part of that movie? That is a that's nice not even the first cut, song man. I associate. I can appreciate that. that it's a chain gang than, song. It's, it's from, worse than my Shago oh, reference on the Deep Blue <laughs> that is, uh, that is That is a very crisp Sam Cooke reference there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But one thing one thing I like about this is that so your submarine is always tiny on screen, but it's supposed to be huge, like uh, maybe the size of like a, a large yacht. It's underwater, Michael. The shrinkage. I know. <laughs> but these these sharks are are much much bigger and after you beat them you can get an entry that tells you exactly how much bigger they are so the swarm of small sharks that are everywhere are 60 meters long and weigh 50 tons so that's about the size of your sperm whale uh, early there and uh, the big guy is 1,400 tons and 360 meters long. Mm. So for for reference, a Nimitz-class aircraft carrier is 332 meters long. <laughs> um, there are, like, the, the biggest class of cruise ship is about 360 meters long. The Empire State Building is 381 meters tall. So now, Let me translate got, this into American. That's about three and a half football fields right there, 360 yeah, yeah. meters, folks. So you've got a big fleshy skyscraper coming at you. My car's my car's a one sixteenth of a football field. <laughs> <laughs> How many horsepower she got? Let me tell you, what you were packing under the engine there. We're talking a four eleven positive track out back, seven fifty double pumpers, Edelbrock intakes, Lennon and pop up pistons, turbo jet three ninety horsepower. We're talking some fucking muscle. <laughs> That's some fucking football fields right there. That's God right. Damn. Yeah. God damn, uh, that is some that is some straight apple pie horse shit. That is some dazed, dazed, and confused. That's what I love about these top fives, man. I just keep getting older. They stay the same age. <laughs> wow, the God art of recording God. is truly timeless. <laughs> but that, that's the thing that Matthew McConaughey could say that about himself. Like, he stays the same age. He hasn't aged since Dazed and Confused. Yeah, well, time, Barely. See, Michael, time is yeah. a flat wheel. Oh, it, my God. <laughs> it, is, it is indeed a flat circle. That's a, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Yes, yes. How many football fields do you think that circle measures? All right, all right, all right. I don't know. That is the correct answer. So I'm that. not wearing my shirt right now. That's all I know. <laughs> Got some bongo right. drums. Why did I get the impression, Cody, you maybe have played bongo drums with your shirt off more on more well, than one occasion? Um, well, I am not wearing a shirt right Damn now. Damn straight, you know. So that would probably be... Chris, I think, called me the the McConaughey of the Laser Time group at some point. That seems fair. No, that seems very accurate, especially since we live in the same city. So oh, that, really? That, yeah, he's up in Austin, wherever huh. I am. Huh. Yeah, you'll nice. you'll uh, see him riding his bike around here once in a while. Huh. Yeah. No shirt, just the Also, bike. with without a shirt, and you can just kind of <laughs> ride up next to him and just cruise on, man. Just cruise <laughs> on. Just wherever the wind takes you, Just man. give his nipples a little right. tweak? All right. I mean, that's just the way we do it down here, man. <laughs> I mean, what's a little nipple tweak between man friends? Am I right? Chris, have we lost what? you? <laughs> You're just... <laughs> oh, my fucking Chris this is, is awful. About the, the official laser time cat is an asshole. <laughs> so, I knew it. What's it doing now? I knew it. Uh, it somehow figured out how to get through the blinds and knock over microphones in one spell <laughs> swoop. Yeah. 
I thought this was Shark Week, not Cat Week. Now we yeah. got. Sorry. <laughs> it's all new to me. Can't you like put a fin on it, like a, a hat, like a shark's fin, maybe? And the cat Deep was going back. My cat is like a shark's fin. Killer for centuries, Gotti of the Sea. That's a real line from the. I'm just saying, a real line from the song, Gotti of the Sea. Not wrong. Figaro was eaten by a sperm oh, whale. Just uh, throwing that out whoa. there. She w- it's yeah. all coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they all were. Monstro was a dick. Eaten by a semen whale. What did we say? I, I've confused this whole conversation. <laughs> a jizz whale. A That's why they're white. sperm whale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I sh- we should probably move on to something I know Matt can talk about. Number two. Matt, you know what this is? Clearly, but I'm just going to go ahead and let the other guys guess because I totally know exactly what that is from. Okay. I'm going to guess the uh, rave scene from Blade 2. (laughs) (laughs) You're close, (laughs) but not really. I think I know. Was that that Grand Bruce? That was Grand Bruce from Beautiful (laughs) Joe, who's the only named after the, the Jaws puppet, Bruce. Yeah. He's the only shark man in this list. His head is a shark that uh, has complete with a tail that moves like a little wind-up key in in the back of him, and he yeah. wears scuba gear for some reason. He, and uh, he's not very bright. Hi, mate. I knew you really want to spoil my wonderful mom. Yeah, but mate, you better not be thinking you can just hop on the uh, the long. Submarine and go straight to our uh, hideout. Wait, wait, wait. That sub goes to your hideout? No, never mind, okay? Uh, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> He's the only character on this list who I think I had on a TNC surf design shirt back in the 90s. Like, he straight up <laughs> out of that design. Oh, right over Thriller Gorilla. Yes. Oh. And right next to Big Dog. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Nice, nice other little call out to Jaws is that when he motions at the submarine and you see it, it has Orca written on the side. So, oh, God. Hmm. nice. I don't know why he'd own a submarine that's named after a thing that kills sharks, but whatever. <laughs> oh, and, and, and was Jaws sort of reference. the answer to Jaws, right? Like the Orca movie was like, hey, mm-hmm. it worked with the shark thing. Yeah, let's make killer whales into human killers, which they do, but only at SeaWorld. Yes. <laughs> we looked at some other shark dudes for this, and this this isn't even Clover, the developer, their most sharky boss. Like, that probably would be Ichiro in uh, Okami, but Ichiro doesn't bite, unlike Grand Bruce, who likes to do this all the time. <laughs> So he'll just throw himself at you with uh, Tooth Nashy, and he'll follow you around the stage. Uh, he's kind of a hassle to avoid. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I just, the reason I wanted him on this list is, like, any chance I can get to talk about Beautiful Joe, which was one of those series that was, like, amazing for the two or three years while it lasted, but then it got completely, it felt like there were about ten versions of the game. It's like... Mm-hmm. I would love to see another beautiful Joe, and I would love to see these designs again and this beautiful cell shading because it's like a timeless art style from a game. And 
yeah, like I miss this game series, so why not talk about it? Maybe if we talk about it enough, Capcom will finally listen to us and bring it back, although I doubt it. Yeah, that's mm. how they work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. How would you know, Chris? Uh, yeah, how would you know? But, but yeah, the, I, I feel like Beautiful Joe like fell apart at the height of its success. Like There was Beautiful Joe, Beautiful Joe 2, and then Red Hot Rumble, which was based yeah. on the TV series that was airing at the time. And... Uh, was not well received, and it just sort of died out after. I, that. I think it was a good lesson in synergy that you do have to be careful if you're going to do all of that at once. Have the TV series and stuff like make sure the stuff is pretty good for those first few years. You know, like it, mm-hmm. only after you've established yourself can you start to get like uh, a, a pass, basically, right? Yeah, <laughs> like a mulligan. You get a mulligan and, every once in a while. Let's say once maybe, every, unless you're Sonic, yeah. then you get a mulligan. Every six months. Jesus Christ, yeah. Once, <laughs> maybe once, don't every, make your, uh, once every 12 years. Yeah. Don't make your third game the Smash Brothers style spinoff. Right. It has yeah. nothing right. to do with the original's gameplay. Which, yeah, by a, the way, a Beautiful Joe, like, uh, you guys have all played it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, like, that, that like, for, for me, just, like, the, the slowing down time and unleashing, like, a bunch of hits in slow motion, like... That is one of the most satisfying things I've ever done in any game ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could almost feel my insides twisting up every time I did that. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a visceral feeling. It felt awesome. Yeah. You just feel every hit so fucking hard. Yeah. It was great. Like I said, yeah. bring it back, please. Mm-hmm. And then you <laughs> could also like speed up time, but it wasn't the same. No, no. I mean, that was a lot of games at the time had the time slowing mechanic. It was the days of Max Payne and The Matrix and all that stuff. You know, Bullet Time, uh, Laser Time, better than Bullet Time, I must say. But, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but it, had, it, it was it was a time speeding mechanic for the most part, or I don't know. They, you, I you mean, could do both. You could slow, you could mm-hmm. speed. I think there were some other things you could do too. It's been a while since I've actually played it, but uh, well, it's not exactly playable on any other platform. Well, it was playable on PS2. It, yeah, it went and fucking the dolphin PS2. emulator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, uh, Cody, I have... it's me, the dolphin emulator. What are you doing in <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Funny fighting a not... shark with a dolphin emulator. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's probably only in my in 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 the lower half of my top ten dirty animal stories. <laughs> Guy likes to fuck around animals. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> or animals like to fuck around him. Like a little bit of both, to be honest. I do have a similar story about having somebody jerk out off around a sloth what? near me. Really? Yeah, oh my seriously. god. What are yeah. the chances? <laughs> what are the, what odds, are the odds of that? So does he dodge did he dodge it does he dodge a load the same way John McClain jumps from an explosion? Uh, well, I wasn't the one that was doing it. It was a squirrel sure. monkey that was next to a sloth. Oh, it was okay. watching the whole thing. I thought it down. was just like a zoo visitor just standing around oh. randomly like, oh, shit, sloth, I got to jerk <laughs> off to this. Yeah, I thought this was some bizarre, like, behind-the-scenes Megadeth story. <laughs> the band would come in and jerk off in front of all the sloths. Ozzy wouldn't <laughs> go on stage. Some fucking Zootopia furry super fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> just goes to the zoo after watching the movie. <laughs> Just like doing a really slow jerk in front of the sloths. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> sloths are like, don't make eye contact. <laughs> don't make it weird, man. <laughs> Wait, was Matthew McConaughey there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chris, Chris nailed it. I am the Matthew McConaughey in this group, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> slow jerking to some sloths. Slow jerking right, to some right. sloths. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have another. <laughs> I, I have another clip of Grand Bruce being an idiot. Oh, what an idiot! Boy, you shut up, mate. Otherwise, I'll chew your hind quarters like a big stickle. Gum, G U M, gum. Gosh, do I have to spell it out on a chalkboard for you? Yeah. So, I like how he just agrees with everything after at the end of it. Wait, I heard him say "chew your ass." So, proof Graham Bruce is a millennial because yes. he eats ass, huh? Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather eat ass than an <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> Somebody's been on shit post time recently. No, God no. No? <laughs> ass and avocado toast. That's all that it's all is. it's all fish and just eating ass in that in that group. Yeah. Just stay clear yeah. away from yeah. it. Oh god. <laughs> but uh, well, I- interestingly enough, like I never went back through the beautiful Joe games after beating them once. But if you can go back and play through again as different characters, you can play as uh, Joe's girlfriend, Sylvia. You can play as Captain Blue. If you're on PS2, you can also play as Dante from Devil May Cry. Of course. The weird thing about it is that like, they have new written dialogue, but they just reverse the existing dialogue. I remember that scene from Ace Ventura 2. You remember that scene? I remember that scene from Ace Ventura 2. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you... Do you want to hear what they're saying? <laughs> sure. If I unreverse yeah. it. I doubt you are a submarine and you're straight along. But maybe you better not be thinking you can just hop on the bomb plus. Hey, mate. I know you feel the one who foils my wonderful. The underworld's evil is still alive. Well. So that's really confusing. I guess what they did is they just reversed all the samples and played them in the same, the original order. Uh, But then I guess Dante's dialogue is all just dialogue from Devil May Cry. That is weird. I'm going to go eat some ass and slow jerk to a sloth, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can use the effect from Beautiful Joe and uh, slow things down. Uh, Nobody wants to see that ever. Um, I think we should probably get to our Does that ring any bells for anybody? I, I have a guess. Okay. I don't know if it's right. Go for is it. it uh, ne- is 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 it Neptune? Because I was really hoping it would be Neptune. It is Neptune. <gasps> yes, I have so much to say <laughs> about <laughs> Neptune. So Neptune. Yes, in that Resident Evil got it right. I was looking up some info about her, and she's a female oh. shark. Okay. Which makes sense because of sexual dimorphism. The mm-hmm. the the lady sharks are much bigger than the guy sharks. So in order for a shark to get that big, it would have to be a female. So even though it it had a guy's name, 
-hmm. they were smart enough to make her a female and then even give her two little sharks to bite you on the feet just to kind of piss you off i love that yeah and and every that that was from the resident evil remake the the music and the leg biting and in in both the remake and the original you are in waist deep water and these massive uh zombie sharks infected with the t-virus are coming after you uh i think in the the ps1 original it is way way less impressive because they they pop up at a certain point When you're near this control room door and then they slowly follow you through this basically a flooded basement that's that's waist high, you immediately go in through this door, uh, you can turn on a pump and and drain the, the room outside and then you go back and these poor stupid things are just flopping yeah. around. Yeah, it's not even in that game, it's not really, a, it's like a puzzle box. Yeah, but you can still shoot them. And, uh, and it's kind of pathetic. Or you could just leave them to drown. I think with the genius of that scene in particular in, in Resident Evil, though, I believe they were playing off the tension from earlier in the game when you have, like, the dogs popping through the window. And mm-hmm. so after that, I'm sorry to spoil that Super Bowl game for anyone, but after that scene, I just remember playing through that and just thinking at any moment those sharks are going to, like, basically pull a Jaws 3D and crash through the window and come after me. And so it was it was almost scarier just having that anticipation yeah. Without anything actually happening. Yeah. And and it, it it doesn't happen in the original. In the remake, it absolutely does. Emergency. Emergency. Unknown source of pressure detected. Locking all doors to achieve maximum safety. Nothing is safer than being locked in a room with an angry shark. <laughs> So it it plays with you a little bit in that, like, okay, first off, the room with the sharks is much bigger. It's it's scarier because it's not just a a waist-deep flooded room. You are on a catwalk, and the water goes down uh, several dozen feet. So it's like a giant tank that broke and flooded called the Aqua Ring. And uh, so you're, you're on these narrow catwalks while these sharks are swarming at you trying to bite your legs. And then when you go into the what was formerly the safe pump room where you could immediately deal with the sharks, you can see them swimming outside this glass plate and they start smashing it and trying to break through. And so you have to meddle with all this machinery and close the safety shutter. Oh, it can only close part way. You need to disengage it and refill the fuel pressure. And it's it's a it's a scary, scary moment. I never understood the end game of a shark crashing through a window because basically they're killing themselves in the process, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to jump hmm. through here. All the water will drain out. I will not be able to breathe, but at least I got one last meal. Well, have you seen the end of Jaws 3D? Uh, no, I, I've avoided Jaws Because that's 3D. exactly what the shark does. <laughs> no, as I, 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 I was, that's what I was talking about earlier. I remember oh, the... Yeah. The famous scene from Jaws 3D is, yeah, it popping through the window, but I always was like, what's the end game? Why would you, how would it get back? Well, it, it doesn't think that far ahead, but the, eventually the room would flood and it would at least, you know, it would eat you, the room would flood and then it would presumably be able to get back out again. I mean, the hmm. control room is big enough that it could pull that off. I, I don't think the control room in Jaws 3D was big enough. They probably just could have left instead of trying to blow it up, but, you know, that wouldn't have been as satisfying an ending. Yeah, um, I don't think we need to debate the logic fallacies and plot holes. Yes, in we Jaws do. <laughs> yes, we this do. This is important. This is important. 
<laughs> Future generations will look back on this podcast. <laughs> Those guys figured it out. They got it. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> now we can all safely. Now we know Jaws 3D, why it's good, and we can enjoy that. Yeah. It's not good. It's, it's not. Bad. No, not at all. <laughs> but uh, this. The, the the ending of the Neptune in the remake is both terrifying and a little bit sad because you are like you, you, you drain the room and you have to climb down to where the sharks are. A couple of them are flopping around. You can kill them if you want. Um, and then the, the mother is just lying still next to this control panel that you need to access. And the second you climb up onto the platform with that control panel, uh, she springs to life. Starts thrashing around, and so what do you do? You you push like a an unnailed down control panel into the water, and then you turn it on like the bastard you are. Wait, so that's the ending. That's the deep blue sea thing. That's how they they got the sharks there. Where they right? electrocute the shark. <laughs> yeah, they they electrocuted the shark. It's almost like video games tend to pull a lot what? from other media. No, so I, I will tell a story that I put in the chat of the uh, Monday Night Movie when they were watching Deep Blue Sea. So there are a few things scarier than things like sharks out of the water. So my dad almost died a few years ago. He was deep sea fishing. A marlin came onto the boat, was flopping around, impaled his leg with its little oh. like thing, and Dude. narrowly missed the artery in the leg. He almost bled out. Like He was with his brother. And they just had to immediately, like, hurry back to land, take him to a hospital, and remove the marlin fucking beak from my dad's leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. My Jesus, dad's man. a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> like, Marlins ain't no joke, no, man. Oh, no. that's dangerous. Jesus. I'm we glad hang he's, out. Glad he survived. He seems yeah. like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Still got both legs, luckily. Uh. We should go off spearfishing at some point. <laughs> oh, I bet he could hang. <laughs> just... Huh? Don't shoot at his legs. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, the, the RE remake was probably the Neptune's shining hour, but it was not the only game that this thing appeared in. It was also in the Umbrella Chronicles, the Wii first-person light gun game. Water tank? What's it doing down here? There's something in here. Look out! It's coming right at us! more shooty than what it's first based on. First person shark shooting. Yes, that is yeah. the culmination of this top five. <laughs> Gotta get Take them to turn away. money. <laughs> and uh, they also showed up in Resident Evil Outbreak. If anyone remembers that, that was the multiplayer Resident Evil that popped up during the PS2 era where you had to, I think, have the PS2 hard drive in order to play it. It was... Four players in an online world, and uh, you're trying to escape from Raccoon City. And at one point, you find these piers, which you can bypass entirely, or you can walk along them like an idiot. And Neptunes will start swimming around, and they will jump onto the pier and push you off into the water. And if you don't swim back quickly enough, this will happen. Help! 
So what the Neptunes will do is while you're swimming around, they will jump up out of the water and land on you jaws first, take you under the water, and then resurface with you hanging out of their mouths while they crunch on you and, and do like a little dolphin like, hey, I'm uh, balancing on my tail. Yeah, a little Samuel L. Jackson action from Deep Blue yeah. Sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm tired of these motherfucking sharks in this motherfucking water. <laughs> And I feel compelled to give a shout out to a another like a sort of spiritual successor of the Neptune that popped up in Resident Evil Six called the Brzak. Lena, he's a backup. Thanks. The uh, the Jaws reference in the music getting much more over it there. Yeah. Um, the Brizak is like yeah Brizak. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it's, just it just sounds like something like a '90s kid would call himself like yeah. yo this is the Brizak yeah. I I guess it's a Serbian word. Uh, okay. But uh, it's like a mutated human that looks <clears throat> like a shark. So not technically a shark, but it also will attack by surfacing out of the water and like opening its mouth and it's got one of those gross Resident Evil parasites that comes out of its mouth and waves around in the air so advances on you very slowly not much like a shark and one player is Leon swimming in the water the other player is uh, his partner you have to shoot it uh, so to keep Leon safe it's an, it's an interesting sequence not still not as iconic or as terrifying as the Neptune though yeah Neptune truly the god of the sea Right? Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, the Roman god of the sea. Yeah. The knockout version of Poseidon. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know which came first, to be honest, the Greek or the Roman version. But I think it was uh, Poseidon, but I'm sure somebody will correct me on that. Sure. Yeah. I think so. Some Greek yeah. person. Some Greek person would be like, ah, oh, we invented... I don't know. The... Is that is that how Greeks sound? It'll be, yeah. there'll be spring Windex on everything. If, if that movie, My Big Fat Greek <laughs> Wedding, is to be believed, that's exactly <laughs> what they did. It's fine. And yeah. every sentence with Opolis. I apologize to any Greeks. Uh, I, making fun. Uh, sorry, Asterios. I didn't mean it. All right. Well, that's been our top five. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a little break uh, to another song, uh, the shark song from Sesame Street. And when we come back, we'll get into some question of the week answers and ask a new one. So stay tuned. Gotta brush my pearly whites so they don't lose their bite. And when I swim downstream, I make those other fishes scream. They'll jump with the light. With the light. At the sight of my white bright. Clean, I mean, perfectly pearl white Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. My ex-girlfriend, like, text, how's your day going? Like, well, I shit in the kitchen. Um. <laughs> I was wondering, because it, unless it's coming out of both ends, that's typically, yeah. that's the sign that it's food poisoning. So it that was, that's, that's, that's when it was official, like, I was like, I've thrown up. 
five times in a row. The last time was like mostly all blood. I don't have health insurance here, so I don't have the option of not anything other than hoping this is going to get better uh, on its own. So I just try and go back to bed, and of course I wake up and like it's it's going it's happening again from the other end. And I get on there, and it's just full Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber, hold mm-hmm. on to the side of the bowl. My legs are in the air, and you just get that feeling like it's coming up the other way. I don't know, like you ever seen those kids who can stack cups really fast? Like what? <laughs> yes. What's the fastest way I can get my pants down, flush the toilet? But I, I got to start the toilet flushing first, so it's all the way done by the time I start projectile puking into the. Ugh. So at the same time, the exact same like five convulsing like ha. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And we're back with the final segment of our show, the wonderful and talented community segment where we will get into the answers of the last two questions of the week. Chris, I think you actually had some technical difficulties. Yeah, the, the of official laser time cat is knocking <laughs> over monitors, microphones, and yanking out cords, and you only weigh like fucking eight pounds. God damn it, you're Bimmy now. That's a, fucking, <laughs> that's a Bimmy move. Kitty, Bimmy move. I'm looking at her and doing it and torturing her for real. I have to learn how to do this kayfabe. I can't really yell at my cat. Listen to your dad, Bimmy. <laughs> Baby, uh, hey. is she a good lap sitter at all? Maybe you she's just... the most affectionate cat I've ever met in my entire life, and I still have a hiss on my mu- fucking headset. Oh boy, this could be a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were saying she was slicing the sails like pirate style, like her in, in uh, like sloth yeah. from Goonies. Just took her you claws know and went straight down. Didn't hear you because the cat fucked up the fucking headphones and the amp, and I can't hear anything. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, I got you now. All right, man, that is uh, that is an adventurous cat. You should really put it in a crate or something when you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should fucking I should jail my cat so we can talk yes. about sharks and video games. Right, this is my that. child, exactly, and my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how sad I am. This is my only companionship. You can take Chris out of San Francisco, but you can't take San Francisco out of Chris apparently. Cue the barking from esteemed character actor Steve Buscemi. Yeah. He <laughs> well, he's, he's being good, surprisingly. <laughs> just staying at the front of the house where he belongs. Did I get the name uh, right? Is it, just, is it esteemed actor or is it esteemed character actor? Respected character actor Steve Thank Buscemi. You. Respected I'm character sorry. actor. I'm yeah. sorry. How dare get I? Get it straight. God <laughs> damn it, Matt. <laughs> I don't have the birth certificate in front of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Respected character actor Steve Buscemi is my lovely dog. And he was great in Death of Stalin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and Desperado. <laughs> Sorry. So our, our question of the week from episode 273, which, as you might remember, was treasure bosses. We're kind of on a, a boss kick here, I guess. What is your favorite in-game currency? Uh, I think we got a lot of great answers on this. Uh, Cody, did you have an answer? Oh, yeah. My favorite in-game currency. Um, I don't know if it's been brought up yet. I'm going to go really basic. I'm going to say rupees because uh, mm. I like the sound they make. They, they are a really and fun that you can, currency. And that you can literally find them anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. They hide inside like, pottery and plants. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I would clean up. I could, I could buy... I could buy so many. If things. only your wallet like, didn't cap out at twenty-five of them. 
Yeah, what's up with that? Like, <laughs> why do you have to like like race a guy to get like a wallet that can hold more than fifty bucks? I or mean, find a bunch find of spiders. Or, or you've seen or, them, right? Or they're have like to kill a... one hundred spiders. I love spiders. Why? They're like why a the third the size of your character. They used to be one hundred percent the size of your character. This is true. True. This is true. They take this up a lot true. of room. Mm-hmm. Mm. But but mm. but the fifty. The ones that are purple should take up just as much as as the green, right? The one that just take up one. Ah, good point. Ah, I'm, uh, I'm finding maybe maybe finding holes. maybe they're like heavier, or maybe it's like bottle caps in Fallout, where you're just carrying a bunch of them in a giant sack that remains invisible mm. throughout the game. If you're going on size, man, that means a penny should be worth more than a dime, brother. What? <laughs> Just yeah, actually. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they're just made out of a more valuable material, man. Yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe yeah. they are. Right? We know. Uh, well, we have we have some uh, answers from the community. Uh, Perpetual Christopher was uh, answered on the comments on VigiGameApocalypse.com. Uh, it says, I'm hard-pressed to think of a better currency system than the one in the Ratchet & Clank series. Yeah, it's a neat idea to make the currency various hardware like nuts and bolts. But the satisfying part is that they come out of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not just enemies either. They can be found in just about every breakable item in the game. The real cherry on top is that in every game you eventually get a money magnet item that allows all the money in your vicinity to flood rampantly toward you. It's a great little dopamine rush. Ooh. Agreed. Any game that the currency just sucks to you like a vacuum cleaner is oh, I love it. it just mm-hmm. always feels amazing. Too bad you have to like mm-hmm. equip a fucking perk to have it happen in Kingdom Hearts Black. <laughs> Let's not even shit. talk about the Kingdom Hearts money. Is called money, money with a U. With a Fuck U. me. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Go <laughs> um, Go Goldberg I says I am going to suggest the Japanese yen as it is key a key component in the awesome Money Idol Exchanger. The game is essentially magical drop, uh, but you match you match different denominations of Japanese currency. Put five one yen pieces together to make a five yen piece. And then two of the five yen pieces to get together to make a ten. The thrill of the game is trying to change uh, while your component, your opponent, tries to bury you with money is an unexpected, unexpectedly great one. Uh, I played yeah. that on your Neo, Magi- Neo Geo machine with Tyler Nagata a ton. We mm, love that it, game. It's immensely fun. Mm-hmm. And it came out recently. Uh, I think on Switch and a couple like PS4. Xbox I mean, One, until people start releasing serious games in the Switch, it's kind of the Neo Geo's ballpark. <laughs> if you've looked at the <laughs> eShop, every single week, like two Neo Geo games hmm. for way um, too much. From the official Laser Time Facebook community, uh, Zach Adams, no relation to Patch, says, I love that so many Capcom games, Black Tiger, Forgotten Worlds, Mega Man Legends, etc., all use Zenny as their currency. It's a fun little cross-game thing that reminds you they're thinking about this and that in some way, these characters all inhabit a shared multiverse. Right. Hmm. Especially like the, the glowing blue coins in, uh, in Forgotten Worlds. Yeah, well, if we didn't think they inhabited the shared multiverse, they're going to remind us when they have the Capcom versus Capcom fighting game. (laughs) We will get that eventually. I swear we will. Yeah, maybe that'll get played at Evo. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Sonicolb says, uh, Lego studs, or I should say Lego studs. I play a lot of Lego games with my son, and it makes me wish I could make thousands of dollars just by smashing everything in sight. But in reality, the opposite is true. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> so Which sad. is an awesome answer. Yeah. Another currency that and sucks it, to you as you walk around. Just... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so satisfying. You just walk near yeah. it, and it, it absorbs into your body somehow. 
that, that's also like that's the reason I can't play Lego games for very long because like I I can spend hours just like I smash everything and I get Lego studs. I just I'm gonna and and I lose so much time just like I'm gonna break this tree. I'm gonna break this box. I'm gonna wander off into the background and find more things to break. And I actually not get, follow the story. I get to the point where that sound makes me sick. <laughs> the, the, the sound is sucking yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like, though, that you can't break everything because it's a great game. He's talking about playing with his son. When you play those games with your kids, like, they might not be able to know, like, here, which direction are we supposed to be heading and how do I solve this puzzle? But anyone can run up and beat the shit out of a wall and break it into pieces. And it, they feel like they're they're helping and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember having bosses who would spend a lot of time and, and thought and uh, sometimes even print on Lego games and be like, why are you? so interested in pursuing these lego games like well because i have kids yeah oh okay i get it i get it or or dumb friends (laughs) yeah i was gonna say (laughs) i thought very easy game to play when you're high that's oh good point i'm I'm having a real hard time playing games high so that may not be a bad idea yeah well uh, Christopher Burge on Burge on Twitter says definitely Maka from the Shin Megami Tensei series. It can bribe and buy demons from the humble pixie to the mighty Mothman and can upgrade your demon wrangling gear. Or it does neither because you're playing Digital Devil Saga and you'll have to eat your way to the top. Mr. Corvington on Twitter says souls from the souls games aside from the complexity of a shared XP EXP currency and having to choose between more arrows or a level I love the idea that you're paying merchants with your uh, very essence plus the sound of absorbing the souls from the enemies is so damn satisfying Mm -hmm. it is a thing yeah and the sound of losing them is just a scream that rattles the walls yeah, or no, it's just yeah. that that little knife entering you sound when yeah. you die. Like, and then the well, I meant like the scream die. of the player. I, I ah, apologize yes, yes, if that yes, wasn't yes. clear. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I take my souls uh, very literally, Michael. I am the dark uh, souls of podcasters. All right. No, <laughs> that is a cliche. Finally, we have a video response from Lightwatch. VGA, Brent here. I watch on the forums. Uh, firstly, I want to say welcome back, Michael. You weren't as gone for as long as I feared you would be gone for, so that makes me happy. Um, So a little bit of a backstory of what I'm doing on my walk today. Last Thursday, uh, my brother, my younger brother, took me out to the club for the first time because he's way cooler than me. Um, And at the end of the night, I accidentally messed up and he let me hold on to his jewel because it ran a battery. And I accidentally put it in my clothes washer and broke it. So... Uh, today, I just went to Circle K and I got him a new one with some extra jewel pods to make it up to him. Um, so that kind of wasn't fun, spending 50 bucks that I could have avoided spending if I just hadn't done that. Um, but anyway, we're on to the question of the week. Um, I thought of a funny example you guys might like. In Lisa the Painful, it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world full of perverts, alcoholics, and drug addicts. And there's <laughs> no woman, for some reason. So as you may guess... The currency is pornographic magazines. So I thought that was one interesting, funny example you guys might appreciate. But anyway, that's all for today. Um, have a great week. Uh, again, nice to have you back, Michael. Bye. Oh, thank you, Lightwatch. I'm sorry you, you accidentally broke your brother's cigarettes. I didn't... Okay, which is basically I'm, what a jewel is. I'm so out of it. I was like, what's a jewel? It, do you side talk in it? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I thought yes. it was like the new version of the Zune. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, Chris, Chris would know what, what a jewel is. I, I, my, my cat took out the mic. What's going on? What's a jewel, Chris? A jewel? Yeah, spelled um, with two U's. She is a delightful Alaskan singer who will save your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a vape she, pen. Oh, she rides horses on the beach. Oh. Uh, the next question of the week was at two seventy five. What is your favorite cheat code of all time? Uh, from VGA.com, Laser Time Rules uh, came with the first answer. Uh, favorite cheat code of all time is either the Konami code or IDDQD for God Mode in Doom. Especially hilarious in Heretic because it kills you instead. Mm-hmm. And as we mm-hmm. talked about on the last week's show about dead trends and codes, IDDQD stood for id uh, Delta Quit Delta, which was their way of saying we all dropped out of school to work for a game company. And they showed us, because they're all millionaires now. Giant Robots Conquer the World says, My favorite cheat code is for the PC version of Spider-Man the movie The Game. <laughs> the code is... <laughs> I love that. The code is Girl Next Door, all one word. And it replaces the Spidey model with Mary Jane. Uh, fun enough, but not really worth writing here about. What makes this great is the real description. Uh, I read the the cheat code and secret site at the same time. Lesbian action. Enter the <laughs> what is this? Enter the code girl next door and play the final level. After defeating the green goblin, instead of seeing Spider Man kiss Mary Jane, you'll see two Mary Janes kiss. <laughs> oh, I wrote wow. that. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that so that is I'm that so is sure. very much from the the early 2000s of video <laughs> yes. game magazines, right there. So. I was here. I was I was reading out loud the the the, the horny rants of a 13 year old virgin, <laughs> or or a 20 uh, something year old game journalist in 2002, 2001. When was that game out? You guys, you guys, two Mary Janes totally can. <laughs> <laughs> No, guys, uh, watch, watch, watch. And the person uh, who wrote that code is now editor-in-chief at your favorite game site. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one it is, it's your favorite. I didn't want to feel like I was calling anybody out. That was... Oh, okay, from the... Oh, from the well, I mean, I didn't actually write that. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. From the official just Laser Time it. Facebook community, Andrew Giacchetti says... And one of these, Andrew, you got to tell us how to pronounce your name, because we keep going back and forth between Chetty and Ketty, but you have good answers, so... Chris? Chris, do you know how to say that? What? Giacchetti. <laughs> there you go, Giacchetti. Okay. You've got to put your thumb to your forefinger and, and bird finger and shake it about. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, there he is. I'll let him do it. Uh, one of my personal favorite cheat codes was the tank spawning cheat in GTA Vice City. Not just because of the obvious reason of being indestructible, but with the tank, it was possible to drive faster than any other vehicle. If you turn the turret behind you and spammed fire while driving forward, the force of shooting the gun would send the tank flying. Plus, you rack up six stars in no time shooting all the cars behind you. Add this plus the flying car cheat, and you're in for a good time. Uh, flying cars, car boat cheats would also let you skip ahead to the second island right at the beginning of the game, which was great because me and my cousins used to play GTA by just actually, uh, 
by just seeing who could last the longest before dying and then we would switch off rather than actually beating the game. I think that's how most people end up playing GTA games. Uh, you could also park the tank in the parking garages on the ramps at an angle so that you could continuously shoot down police helicopters without them being <laughs> able to find you. Man, I'm surprised I didn't say that one myself because I spent so much time just spawning tanks and, and crushing things. Yeah, and, I... Uh, the, there are several the way that you could just flatten cars was so cool. Oh, but I was, I was, I mean, there are there are literally GTA games that I didn't beat because I just spent hours, countless hours, doing all the sandbox shit. And this was one of those things where I'm like, did I actually beat San Andreas? I don't think so because I just dicked around that city and went and lifted weights and then ate Taco Bell and tried not to get fat, but also pumped at the same time. And it was really weird. And there were gang fights, mm-hmm. but couldn't tell you how the story ended. <laughs> Weird secret about San Andreas, I, I I got through most of that game without ever eating. Is you, if you just keep grabbing health pickups, it's the same thing. Just like my 20s. Just got through it without eating a lot. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of booze. Just grab, grab floating hearts. That's all you need. <laughs> Chris, Dan. you want to try and read Dan Wessels or... Yes. Um, okay. Maybe not a cheat code, but on Meg. This is great, by the way. But on Mega Man Three, if you plugged in a second controller and held the right right on the D pad, you could get the ability to do a super high jump. Plus, if you kept it held down when you fell in a pit, Mega Man would die. Air quotes. But you could still jump out uh, of it with zero life and run through the level with zero chance of damage. My sister and I would always play the game this way until one of the wily stages where there were no pits. Uh, then we were just not good enough to beat to beat the level on our own. Oh, man. We did this with clipboards. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> just, just oh yeah, the little clip the at the top of the clipboard. Yeah, yeah oh, you nice. clip the, you clip right on the on the second D pad. Uh, it's really it's still. I don't know. I don't. I meant to look into this if, if this is a glitch or not because it seems too intentional, right? Yeah, like because if you, it's you very hold, specific, you hold right down, you jump in a pit, and um, you will lose all your life, and all the music will go away, and then Mega Man hops out, and the game keeps going like he's wandering through the afterlife. It's fucking crazy. Man, this is triggering so many memories of things that I haven't thought about in decades, and and that's one of them. Yeah, just the hopping out in silence and like hearing the like every time you jump. Yeah, and then Zero would say, "Mega Man, I see that you like to play." I don't know. Think of a Konami game. (laughs) (laughs) You like (laughs) Suicoden. There you go. Don't you? (laughs) You like role-playing games. You like Konami games, etc., etc. Psycho Mantis, why won't you come back? Chris Baker says, my favorite cheat code, more of a trick, really, was for Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors 2, because I discovered it all by myself. Iron Sword featured a password system that continued you from your exact state at a given point, lives and all. So if you only had one life when you got a new password, you may have been pretty screwed. However, I began noticing a password in the codes I jotted down. Every time I had all three lives, there was an N in the third letter of the password sequence. I started typing in one life passwords, but using N in the third slot instead of whatever other letter was there, it worked every time. Instead of one life in a given spot, I now had three, which made beating the game considerably easier. Still never made the fully armored and cartoonish Kuros in any way resemble Fabio, though. (laughs) Insert gif of the dude from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the pin board from Beautiful Mind right here. This guy's like figuring out the codes, reverse engineering how to get stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, from that's clever. Jonathan Clark from Twitter, or at Johnny underscore CX86, says, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on the Saturn had C-R-A-Z-Y-C-Y-R-A-X, or Crazy Cyrax. It essentially unlocked everything. And while I had various other more favorite games on the Saturn, no cheat code has etched itself into my brain more than this. I love Cyrax, so that definitely helps. And Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, um, uh, there is no shame in this. It's the best one. I'm, 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 I'm going to say that right now. Not necessarily for the, for the Saturn, but easily my favorite version of Mortal Kombat. It's the best yeah, version of Mortal Kombat 3, absolutely. It was kind of the, <laughs> it was the culmination of the 2D games, and then uh, yes. Trilogy came oh, along, yeah. and that was like really more of a weird novelty than an actual game. Yeah, okay. indeed. Um, at Gersnort says, Street Fighter II, the World Warrior on the SNES, um, or SNES, maybe officially, if Nintendo really did confirm that uh, with the WarioWare game. Anyway, uh, down, right, up, left, YB. It makes it where you can play mirror matches and pick an alternate color palette. It was the first code I committed to muscle memory and makes me wistful for the days when I was good at fighting games. Uh, same here. Yeah. Cody, did you have one? Did you say it already? Oh, no, I didn't say that. Uh, my favorite code of all time. Um, okay, uh, if, if you guys played GoldenEye, like five years after it came out, you could insert your own code through a series of very odd presses um, uh, while while playing in-game, in and it was like something that, that was hearsay that somebody's cousin that worked for Rare would have said, except these actually worked. Hmm. And when you, so it was like crouch five times and then turn uh, around and then turn back and then crouch again. But it was, there, there was like 20 different steps for it. And if you did, you unlocked everything. And then showing it off to your friends, they thought you were nuts until you actually did that. You had all of the guns, you had all of the characters in multiplayer and uh, you were hot shit if you yeah. knew how there to There was do the that. Pierce Brosnan and nude code, the big dick, I mean, big yes. head mode. Oh, it was totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's big, awesome. Big head. <laughs> oh, boy. Head mode. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Uh, so, oh, yeah. new question of the week What is your favorite shark in video games? Uh, I know that. There are a lot of them. It doesn't doesn't have to be a boss. It can be one you play as. It can be one that you just meet out at the borders of a place where you're not supposed to go. I think for me, it's it's kind of a toss up between the land sharks that you shoot out of that that like weird blunderbuss in Saints Row the Third, uh, which will just you know swim underground and devour your enemies and just uh, pop right up. And that that's a weapon that was recycled from Armed and Dangerous, which is great. And mm-hmm. I think Blanchard. the the other one is in the Scarface game, The World is Yours. That's, I uh, wanted if, you to mention that. Yeah, yeah, if you swim out too far to sea, or if you fall out of a boat when you're too far out at sea, you will get a brief cutscene where Tony Montana stops swimming, looks down at the water, and immediately a giant great white uh, just grabs him and, like, where he's... Like head and shoulders just sticking out of the thing's mouth, and uh, with a Wilhelm scream, and then just crash down. And I think it's basically it's supposed to be Jaws because it's a universal licensed yeah. game, 
and uh, there's some ominous music and uh, it, it does the exact thing that Jaws does at Universal Studios on that tour. So, except okay, Tony I'm respawned! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, that game oh, is silly. Man. But yeah, I love that sharks act as the spirit barrier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. In that goddamn game. <laughs> yes, that's a good word for it. Spirit yes. barrier. It, there's there's uh, invisible walls and then there's invisible shark walls. I'm just giving a right, shout out yeah. to the game Man Eater because I want to play it so fucking bad because mm. uh, it's it's a not not fucking around M rated. You're the shark, eat everybody game. I I really want them to make their have their next trailer with like a breathy female cover of Holland Oates' Man Eater. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to really slow whispery, co- slowed it down. Yeah, I want a really really slow cover of uh, Deepest Blue as my head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, I'd have to say my favorite in-game shark was from Tony Hawk's Shred. Uh, in the Santorini level, there is a surprise shark that would pop up out of the water as you jumped over a series of ramps, which was, I think, the developer's way of uh, giving us a nod and a wink saying, we know, we have jumped the shark with the series at this point. Because Shred, if you of, remember... They, they did it way before well, that. Yes, but Shred was the one that had the plastic peripheral, the board that nobody wanted to use. Uh, and, yeah, pretty much killed the series after that. Yeah. Well, five helped, but that, that was it. That <laughs> well, was it. that was years later, but yeah. That was it. When, when, when you have to like go back to calling your 15th game part five... <laughs> you know you no. yeah. You know you fucked up if you have to retcon ten games. <laughs> oh man. Cody. I would say land shark, uh just because of uh, there's a very funny story about a land shark, but um I would say Snacker from Banjo Kazooie. Which if you play that game you can jump in the ocean and there's nothing you can do. You can shoot eggs at it. You can um, try to attack that shark. And there's nothing that can be done. The shark will only leave you for a few seconds. And then that sound will just start up again. It never stops. It's horrible. And what sound would that be, Michael? Just feel that chill. Yep. Yep. Now I hear it when you, when you play that. I, I hear the horns coming in. I got goosebumps instantly just hearing that all over again. And if you're ever doing any kind of uh, trivia for that game, he actually shows up in two stages, both uh, in uh, in on the beach as well as Rusty Bucket Bay. He shows up in both. So that is your daily double for that. So what's your favorite video game shark, land or otherwise? Let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com. Look at the article for episode 276 and answer in the comments. Alternately, you can uh, go to the Facebook Laser Time community, the official Facebook Laser Time community. There will be a thread there where you can answer. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at VG Apocalypse and uh, just let us know your answer and uh, we'll collect all these or I should say uh, Matt will collect all these because he's a fucking hero and uh, we'll we'll read them next week so that's been our show Cody do you have anything you'd like to plug where people can uh, find out more about face- you oh. oh yeah no of course uh, follow the official Laser Time Facebook uh, group uh, we're doing some really awesome stuff there it's a really really awesome group 
I uh, love those guys. Um, so, so many cool people there. They did really put you follow... handsomest man, so you're a bit biased. Yes, I, I am the handsomest man, so I feel like I'm obliged to <laughs> say very nice things about it. But there's there's really some awesome folks in there. Do not sleep on that group. They are awesome. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Cajun Crippler, which is my... Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that I actually got that, but uh, it's mostly me trying to get retweeted by The Rock, so have fun with that. <laughs> and... Um, uh, we're on Wrestle Time, where my son, who is 18 months old, currently holds the, uh, holds the International Bruiserweight 24-7 belt. Uh, we're making funny videos with that. And um, other than that, um, uh, i got lots more stories. So if I ever show up anywhere else, uh, you can look forward to hearing me uh, tell stories about how I got skull-fucked by a squirrel monkey. Or... Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a fun story. Uh, <laughs> do we, do we have time? Story, I feel but... like I need to hear more. <laughs> was, his name, was his name Sarge? Like, was it was it Full Metal Jacket? Like, I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. <laughs> well, it was in the ear, so all, all, wow. almost, but it was in the ear. So, like Iggy uh, Pop, you've had it in the ear before. <laughs> I've had it in 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 the ear before while the sloth was walking. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, that goes back to the sloth story. <laughs> <laughs> goes back to the sloth story. <laughs> I got I lots like of weird back. stories, man. I, um, I have stories about getting uh. snake bit and how I got arrested in Mexico. I got tons of great stories, so hopefully I'll pop yeah, up somewhere do. else. And should I'll do a, a laser time story time with Cody Laveau. There we we, we really should. I would, yeah. I would love to New show that. New Patreon tier right there. There it is. <laughs> yes. Nothing else is moving the needle. On. Let's hope this will do it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's oh, thanks really awesome. for coming on. It's been It's been great. Uh, well, so speaking of laser time Patreon tiers, um, we have a tier we're trying to hit. We're very close, but if we hit it, you're going to get a couple new uh, VGA shows every month. So please check us out at uh, patreon.com slash laser time. Help us make our dream of doing more work for you a reality. And I will say I, I've seen some some people saying they don't like being asked for more money. We're not necessarily asking you for more money. We're asking more people for some money. Yeah. Think of Tiny it Tiny bits way. of money. Yeah, if you're giving money, we do appreciate it a lot. So thank you. I do got to say this. Uh, yes, because this episode is executive produced by Phil Prather and a bunch of other kind people at patreon.com slash laser time. Oh, Phil's um, so awesome. He's the best, he? man. And I actually, I, I know this because I've talked to Phil. I think it's Prather is his last name. Prather. And, and mm-hmm. Phil is one of the admins on Fitness Time. I'll give them a free yes, plug. Yes, me time. and Phil run Fitness If time. you want to get your ass into shape because summer is almost over, but there's still some time to get to the mm-hmm. beach, go to Fitness Time where we are a community that, that talks about how to get in shape. We give each other support. We post articles about fitness, and it's great. We have and we have Fitness Photo Friday, which is one of my favorite things in the yep. world. It's this show and that thread are are probably my favorite things that go on during any given week. Yeah, yeah, man. What if, He's my mystery science I, buddy, and I'm wearing my tour shirt right now, Phil. What up? <laughs> yep. What if I only want to get my ass into shape? What if I want like a perfect ass surrounded by a normal blobby <laughs> office worker body? Can, that would, can I could guys probably do that, that for you. All right, oh, sweet, sweet. That's pretty great. That's like having one good jerk off arm, just like <laughs> <laughs> all the fitness localized in Michael's ass. I'm down. Like whatever, whatever you need to do to make that happen, I'm down. It's the only uh, thing he cares about. Yeah, yeah. this hiney, this, this bread and butter <laughs> over here. 
<laughs> Gross. Uh, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Visit us at VigigameApocalypse.com uh, and listen to more episodes. Subscribe oh. on Apple. Oh, I, I have one more plug. I'm so sorry, Michael, but I, I have Go to say it. this. So if you are going to PAX West, I will be on a paddle, uh, panel Saturday at 5 p.m. Oh, right. in the Hippogriff Theater uh, for with the USGamer.net crew. So Cat Bailey, uh, including a special guest Austin Walker, and we'll be talking all about one of the greatest RPGs of all time, Mass Effect. So please show Fuck, up and yeah. watch me embarrass myself. Myself. That is that Saturday, uh, the weekend of Pax West at the Hippogriff Theater, Saturday evening. At a boy, and you are you are listed yeah. as a video game apocalypse host, which means you will be representing the brand. So I expect you to be completely disgusting. <laughs> I mean, the people I'm on that panel with, like, you ever get that feeling where you know you're going to be the dumbest person there? So I yeah, have every to, day. Yeah. So I have to bring the funny because I got nothing else. Like they're going to talk about the game. I'm just there to make jokes. That's like every episode of Retronauts. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. For every 500 YouTube videos of a Waffle House fight, you'll find a fake hip- <laughs> you'll find a fake hippo attack video because no real ones exist. I go on a search once a year looking for like one hippopotamus attack, like one violent act from a hippopotamus. Not one, zero. You've never seen them flip a boat, bite anybody, like uh, like approach. I'm serious. I would love to see one. This wait, is this some Alex Jones Infowars type shit? Are you saying hippo yeah. attacks are a conspiracy? It's a conspiracy. It's a deep state conspiracy. conspiracy. You don't, sound, you know, you don't sound fat enough, Chris. The hippo attacks. It's just it's the ghost of it's the ghost of President Taft and the deep state, like just trying to worm their way into the pedophile rings of a QAnon. I'm missing all this comedy gold. I'm gonna hit record now.